Cuckoo, everyone. Cuckoo. Welcome to Eurofile. My name is Kate Walker. And I'm Catherine Rory. Hi, Kat. How are Hello. you? Oh, I'm good. Oh, God. I've just had the busiest time, but it's been the best time mm-hmm. of visitors, of mm-hmm. celebrations, yep. of going home twice. Yep. <laughs> so it's been very busy uh-huh. lately, but it's been very fun. Christina, dear Christina, was here for a week. Uh-huh. We saw lots of celebrities. We ate lots of good food. Let me see. Oh my God, you guys! She, yeah, let's let's leave the best for the for the okay. last. Okay. So we saw uh-huh. Jimmy Fallon. Uh huh. At Felix, uh, we yes, always talk about Felix. that <laughs> Italian restaurant. <laughs> we saw Holland Taylor mm-hmm. and Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. We saw Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. We saw Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And lastly, mm-hmm. legend. Uh-huh. We saw Diane Keaton. Legend you herself. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. She was having dinner with Holland Taylor uh-huh. and Sarah Paulson at Angelini, another Italian place uh-huh. in West Hollywood. Yes. And oh my God. Oh, we I know. were so close. Yeah. We were just gazing at her. It was the best celebrity that I've ever seen. That I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Hands down. It was surreal. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like a little twig, like you think. An absolute yeah. twig hiked up on yeah. some chunky heeled boots <laughs> uh-huh. in a suit yeah. with a hat and a turtleneck. I, I mean, it was the most Diane yeah. Keaton. Is she in a movie? She I don't be. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Are yeah. we going to be, you know, background people? You, you never yeah. know. She and in the new Nancy Myers. In the, in my, oh, shut. <laughs> so, Nancy Myers, if you live under a rock or don't care, she is the director for like all rom-coms that are like older women finding mm-hmm. love again. Yeah. Hence Diane Keaton as the main protagonist. And yeah. she said that Angelini was her favorite restaurant in LA. Mm-hmm. So and that's then all you went. we were like, we have to go. She, she said it. That lemon go. pasta, I will say, I'm pissed that I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Oh how God. sweet is that? They must be. They yeah. must have eaten there together yeah. in the past. Yeah. But anyway, how are you doing, Kate? I'm good. I have friends coming this weekend, so it should be fun, wild again. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go to Miami. So. Oh yes. God, we are booked and busy. I know we are booked, and <laughs> yeah. Hence, you came back yesterday, so we're. Recording on a Monday, so or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What the fuck day is it? I don't know. I, anyway. Oh my god, I didn't even. I thought you were right. Yeah, yep, it is Tuesday today. Yeah. All right. So, because it is the week of Halloween, mm-hmm. and I told you we are going to take a little trip to Scotland. Yeah. Oh my god. So my original thought this week was going to be doing hauntings in Scotland, and I. Yes quickly learned mm, don't want to dive in don't really do, want to do <laughs> that scary <laughs> and I don't know why like it wasn't too scary but I was just like getting all of these like you know mini blurbs of these hauntings and like stories and like oh yeah. there's this headless apparition at this one you know <laughs> castle yeah. whatever and I was like mm, do I really feel like diving into like a full story about <laughs> yes. this person and like yeah. what's going on? No, no, I don't. So yeah. I, I changed it. We Good. are still okay. in Scotland. However, it's going to be Scotland, Ireland, and 
the UK, kind of like northern parts of Europe, too. Okay. So like okay. And we're going to be talking about Salon. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Ooh, okay, perfect. So for those of you that don't know anything about Salon, which, you know, my main reference was Outlander. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a reference. I know the word, essentially, okay. and that's about it. So Salon means literally summer's end. So it marks, obviously, the end of summer and kicks off the Celtic New Year. So it's like ushering mm. this new year by death and rebirth symbolically. And okay. because it obviously coincides with harvest season, it's like beginning to mm. be cold mm-hmm. and dark and all of those like scary yeah. things. <laughs> so it's technically held on the 1st of November, but celebrations begin on the evening sunset of the 31st. Oh. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, so it was historically widely observed throughout Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. So Samhain was a time of stock taking and perhaps sacrifice. So this probably includes animal sacrifice, which kind of makes sense with pastoral communities because they like have to prepare for winter. Okay. So obviously like not as scary, but it does come from like pagan, you know, background beliefs. Okay. So... You know, with like paganism and it's really historic roots that we don't necessarily, you know, things weren't written down always. Mm -hmm. Like folklore was told, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. and then it got started getting written down. And, you know, the people keeping records might not have been the most accurate. Yeah. Okay. These Mm -hmm. holidays and traditions. They think that Roman authors would have likely trashed the traditions of like this culture because obviously romans are catholics yes and Mm -hmm. have conflict of interest would we say (laughs) yeah so obviously like we just know things that have been passed down through generation and generation Mm -hmm. to understand what we do know about Samhain is that it's important to recognize how the structure of the year's calendar affects the Celtic religious practices. So a lot of like modern pagan practice is based on the wheel of the year. So it's like, you know, it's divided into two halves, like the light half, which is like summer. Yeah. And the dark half, which is winter. And they... Uh delineate these two halves of their year with you know fire festivals rituals Mm -hmm. ceremonies Mm -hmm. so there's equinoxes that mark you know this time yeah yeah solstices and equinoxes so Samhain is the fire festival that marks the beginning of the dark half of their year yeah so it's fun that they want to have some fun with it yeah you know versus yes, like totally it's, yeah it's like have some fun because it's can be depressing yes going oh, in the dark half there's the no year. happy Ugh. lamps back then you know yeah there's <laughs> yeah. fire only <laughs> i think it's fun and interesting that these celtic pagan origins and also like these neolithic passage tombs they can be shown that they're aligned with sunrise yeah at the time of Samhain. so that's fun and also yeah. like there's so I didn't really want to get into like mythology and like Irish mythology, but there are so many stories of mm. and also like 
I couldn't necessarily be trusted to remember the pronunciations of things. <laughs> Fair so, enough. <laughs> um, but just believe that there is tons about this time okay. in okay. Irish and Celtic mm. mythology. So during Samhain, the world of the gods was believed to be made visible to humankind. So like Ooh. the veil is... Thin. Thin. Yeah. Ooh. So leading to supernatural tricks and trouble. Okay. So Ooh, the, fun. the ghosts of the dead and like spirits of the other world were the Celts thought that they could, you know, because this veil was so thin, come. Mm-hmm. Come over. So basically to appease like deities and like they also thought it was they were fairies. Mm-hmm. So they would make sacrifices. Obviously, we talked about this. And the animals were burned in bonfires as protective measures. And also another way to get protection was to have tricks and pranks. Because <laughs> that's so fun. Because they would <laughs> they would try to trick the fairies and spirits. Okay. So there's this thing called mumming and guising. So mumming and guising were part of Samhain. It's where people went from door to door in costume, mm-hmm. reciting verses in exchange for food. Trick, trick or treat. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, like, this is another way of, like, you know, if you dress up, you're showing you're not human, whatever. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So also, this is this is fun. This is like what I like. So mm-hmm. divination was also a big part of the <gasps> festival. Yeah. And they said nuts and apples were really popular forms of divination that people would use. So druids, which are Celtic priests, thought that because the veil was so thin, mm-hmm. spirits made it easier to make predictions about the future. So oh. at the bonfires... In the festival, fortune telling was done along mm-hmm. with like the sacrifices that they would do. Yeah. One tradition was that people would take flames from the bonfires back to their homes. So they would extinguish all of their fires at their home before oh, they would go okay. celebrate Samhain or observe Samhain. So they would take part of the bonfire home. Mm-hmm. So in parts of Scotland, they would burn trees and I forget what the thing is, but it's like earth that is easily flammable. I forget what oh. it's called, whatever. And, um, oh, peat? Peat! Thank you! <laughs> okay, great. So they would burn peat and they would carry them sunwise around their homes and fields. Oh. So, you know, it could take like a long time yeah. um, to protect their homes for that year. So, they would reignite their fires at home with this okay. community fire. And so it was mm-hmm. basically just like a form of bonding and protection. Like we're in this mm-hmm. together. I love the smell of peat. Oh, really? I don't know if I yeah. know. It smell. just smells like earthy and deep and like literally just earth. Okay. And like old moss i don't okay. know well, I I, we, we have like I you can burn it yes yeah, yeah. it's very mm-hmm. strong but my, my parents burn peat sometimes oh, okay. it's like like incense almost. oh oh my god okay did not know that love that <laughs> for you <laughs> okay another form of divination they would do so not all divination was you know 
they didn't have to use fire they could use stones so around the actual bonfire they would put a ring of stones one for each person Mm. they ran around the bonfire and they exulted i guess i don't know prayed probably sang probably did all those things Mm -hmm. and then in the morning if the stones were mislaid or like messed with in any way yeah it said that the person who that specific stone represented would not live that year <laughs> like, oh my god to know that i don't know yes that's yeah too, yeah don't need to know don't want to no, know no <laughs> and also like you could just kick someone's stone and like yeah and then mess with their yeah. heads for a whole year yeah and also another way they practiced divination was through apples so apples were strongly associated with the other world and immortality, which we could kind of see like the Adam and Eve yes, sort of. Yeah. There's a connection there. Mm-hmm. And then also with hazelnuts, because hazelnuts are associated with divine wisdom. Oh. So, you know, one of the most common games was apple bombing. Mm-hmm. It involved hanging an apple on a wood rod with a lit candle on one end and an apple hanging from another, the rod would spin around. I don't really understand how this works, but basically you just try to catch the apple with your teeth. And oh, and so you're not like in a bucket no, of water. It's no, like hanging. It's hanging. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> if you take it, the apples were then peeled in one long strip and you toss the peel over your shoulder and the shape of the peel, this is very involved. The shape of the peel was said to form the first letter of your future spouse's name, which like, oh, that's fun. That's really fun. But yeah. like, how is it not like a C or like an S or yes. like an L gonna be an or X? M? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Um, also, that's probably not, you know, a huge Celtic name, you know. Letter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Another way to divine love was to toss two hazelnuts near like a crackling fire one for you Mm -hmm. and then one for the person that you desire Mm -hmm. so you're you know you have someone in mind and if the nut if the nuts jumped away from the heat it was a bad sign but if the nuts (laughs) roasted quietly then it was a good match Ooh, okay Mm -hmm. great i'm gonna do that um timothy (laughs) shalomai Oscar, I'll take his dad in Dune. Yes, okay. Oscar Isaac. Also, another way to divine things was that items that signified things were hidden in food. So usually it could be a cake, some sort of cake. You know, the portions of this cake were served out to people, Mm -hmm. you know, absorbing salon. A person's future could be foretold if they get the ring. You know, that means yes. marriage. Yeah. Queen oh, okay. means wealth. Oh, fun. Yeah. This so is there's... kind of Catholic too. Yeah, it's totally. This Mardi Gras? I've been to a wedding in Louisiana and they had like those little symbols in the yeah. cake. And if you got hmm. that, you'd, you know, it meant something, which I love yeah. that. That's so fun. Yeah. So cute. And also another thing was that if you ate an oatmeal bannock which is just basically like an oat cake thing Mm -hmm. and a person ate it in three bites and went to bed in silence without anything to drink and if (laughs) if it made you dream and it had to be the person 
in your dream offering you water that was the person who <laughs> god <laughs> so you must have been really fucking thirsty yes it's yeah. a dream about someone offering you water yeah i've dreamt about i i dreamt about oscar isaac the other night so you know you I'm, did i did i have been having the craziest dreams cat and they have all been about people that i well not know but some people would like know. to know and some people i would very much like to know um <laughs> And also another thing was that egg whites could be dropped in water and the shapes foretold the number of children. So it was just like fun divination Literally. things. They they probably could be held very seriously. Yes. You know. Yeah. And like you see what you want to see. And yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Or... It's so funny that it's literally all relationship. I know. That's it. <laughs> I know. I wonder if there's different ones or like, well, the, the stones one or like, are you going to die? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty Which, big. Like, I would say is probably a good chance. Yes. You're probably, yeah. you have a great chance of dying. Are you pushing there's no 50? modern medicine? Yeah. You could get a cold and die, you know? Yes. You yeah. could fucking fall the in. The plague. You could fall in a bog and be mummified <laughs> like that that is a, you have a very good chance of dying yes yeah that's true following so, a bug that's um, like a picture so here's a bummer huh. so obviously you know paganism wasn't a huge thrill yes. to the catholic church mm -hmm. in the year six six oh nine wow that was hard to read <laughs> <laughs> Pope Boniface declared a celebration called All Saints Day or All Hallows or All Hallowmas the day before All Hallows Eve. So basically just claiming this pagan holiday for Christianity. Got it. Okay. And so the day was to honor Christian martyrs and saints and basically just made Samhain a no-no to practice. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm. so... No fun allowed in the Catholic Church. No, no, no fun, fun. But you can drink alcohol. You can yes. do that. And you can yeah. sin. You can basically do anything. You just have to be really sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. Okay, so obviously, you know, with this All Hallows Miss, All Hallows, whatever Christian thing it has turned into, mm -hmm. obviously they take these things of you know dressing up like trick-or-treat like yeah. all these things you know and also this practice of offering food and goods to the gods to protect themselves which is like what we do to santa yeah yes. so i don't know <laughs> it's like picking and choosing like these things yeah, from that's their other motto. pagan festivals and also i thought another interesting thing about you know, Christianity taking from pagan beliefs and was the idea of patron saints and the countries that had pagan saints, more pagan saints. So, so like Italy, you know, they yeah. had like all of the Roman gods and goddesses. Mm -hmm. Picture that. They have a lot of saints. And also yes. so there's like Ireland and Scotland. Think about that. And, and you pray to Bridget for whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. You say Anthony because you, you lost. Oh, I've prayed to St. Anthony so many times because I've lost things. Yeah. Who Mary, Mary, it? full of grace, help us find a parking space. Are you kidding? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's not a patron saint, but she's my girl. <laughs> yeah. That is, you're right, though. Yeah. That is just like praying to gods and goddesses. Yeah. Same difference. It's the same thing. 
Isn't that so interesting? It, it was mm-hmm. a way of, you know, easing people into Christianity. Okay. Hmm. Tsk, tsk. You know, very interesting. And it totally, like, sets the mood because now yeah. I want candles. I yeah. want a caramel apple. I <gasps> want to pick oh out my, my Halloween costume. What's your favorite I, candy? Halloween, Halloween candy? candy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's two. This oh, okay. is my there's favorite no matter answer. what holiday. Okay. Reese's. Yes, obviously. Yes. That's what but I was that's, gonna say. That can, this the is pumpkin. Actual Halloween. Okay. Is caramel apple lollipops. Oh, interesting. Love, okay. love. I need to go buy some, but then I'll have. I would them love for like, like an actual caramel apple. Yeah, I would love that as well. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think there's like a two pack we could go in on. <laughs> Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yes, yes. Have to watch Hocus Pocus. Have we already to watch... watched Practical Magic, which was actually terrifying for me. <laughs> Not for normal oh, people. That was good. I haven't seen that in, free, in I years. I know. So fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever done? Oh, pff, easy. Share. Share. Yes. Honestly, you guys, I learned something. When was this? 2018. If you don't have a wig... A part of your yeah, costume fuck. you are not living your life correctly yeah, yeah. put on you a know. wig you transform <laughs> it was so so fun what was your favorite costume year. i was ina garden one year but <laughs> I, no one yeah, knew who i was, was even though i was holding a rotisserie chicken <laughs> but actually one of my favorite memories from halloween it's not maybe one of my favorites but it's one that stuck with me mm-hmm. that in second grade my pick me girl energy oh god was a marquette basketball player i was literally gonna say what sport team i remember we all had to vote who had the best costume yeah and i had like a real obviously like child costume Mm. for marquette university so it wasn't even like the bucks it was marquette university because my dad went to marquette and i remember getting picked Maybe it was like number five out of five. And it was between me and one of my guy friends. And then he cried. <laughs> and he was a Packer player. And I was like, obviously, basketball is better. Yeah. You won mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. Good job. And then I shared my candy. Oh, good for you. Because he's nice. crying like a yeah. baby back bitch. <laughs> wow. You're just I'll never so forget it. generous I am from such a young age. You. <laughs> At Halloween. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I love Ugh. saying pick me girl. Whoa. <laughs> Are we doing that? In. I I honestly am not on the top of my game recording oh, at night. Cracking me up. Okay. Oh, okay. I know. I don't know. Halloween is fun. Halloween, Halloween is the best. Uh, Christmas yeah. for me and Halloween, they're the most fun holidays. It's also my, da- my dad's birthday He's on Halloween. Scorpio, Scorpio King. <laughs> <laughs> It's giving. <laughs> I remember before Christmas. It's giving. Salwin. Yes. That was so good, Kate. Thanks so much Thank for you. educating I'm sorry. us. That was so like, I know it wasn't like a fun haunting story, but you guys, I cannot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I baby, need speaking to pro- of baby back I need, to, I need to protect my peace. <laughs> yes. I need to protect good my job. peace. I know. And. I could have gone down the scary route for my mini, okay. but I did not. I went down the darling, cute oh, route. Oh, good. Excellent. For you all. Love that for me. Yes. Okay. This is just my, my gift to you. 
Okay. Thank you, So, honey. I, okay, I think I asked you about this already, and I was like, I hope she forgot. Did you go to Greyfriars Kirkyard when you went um, to Edinburgh? Absolutely not. I did not <laughs> go there. I've been to Edinburgh, but like... Yeah, it's a, one of the big like, tourism the spots. Yeah. So that's why I thought you might have gone. Essentially, it's a big, famous, old cemetery. Yeah. I mean, basically everything in Edinburgh is haunted and creepy looking. And so I've, yes. I was like soaking up all like the biggest, the creepiest, the scariest things to do. Mm-hmm. Perfect for Harry Potter. Great. Yes. Love absolutely. That. Yep. Uh-huh. So I'm going to tell you about Greyfriars Bobby, who mm. was a Sky Terrier mm-hmm. who became known in a 19th century Edinburgh for guarding the grave of his owner for 14 years until he passed Aww. away. I know. So the best known story mm-hmm. is that little Bobby belonged yes. to John Gray, who worked for the Edinburgh City Police as a night watchman. And so he would bring oh, the dog with him. Bobby. Okay. And, you know, kind of everyone in the neighborhood in Edinburgh knew Bobby and John. Okay. And so when John died, he was buried in Greyfriars Kirkyard, and Bobby would come every night and lay at his grave. Mm. I know. How cute. We literally do not deserve dogs. I know. Little an angel. What a little angel. And eventually people just started, like, the graveyard started caring for him and leaving out food, and they built him a little shelter so that he could stay. Mm-hmm. He became famous. Like, hordes of people oh. would come to, you know, say hi to Bobby, give mm-hmm. him a little treat, a little belly rub. <laughs> oh, cute. Got cute. it. Just darling. <laughs> and he passed away at the age of 16, and he was buried inside. Well, he was the- only two. Yes. When yeah. his older died. Just loved him so much. Oh my gosh. He was buried just inside the gate of Greyfriars Kirkyard, not far from John's grave, his owner. Mm-hmm. And on his gravestone, it says, Let his loyalty and devotion be a lesson to us all. That's so, so cute. cute. And then a year later, an English philanthropist by the name of Lady Burdette Coots was charmed by the story and built and like commissioned a statue of him on top of a drinking fountain, which is outside of the churchyard. Mm-hmm. And so passersby, it's so still cute. there. I'll mm-hmm. post a photo. And you rub his nose. So like his nose oh, is all like gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's all this cute. shiny little nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the story of Greyfriars Bobby. The best oh, little That's terror. adorable. That's a cute, know. very cute story. Yes. I feel like there was a story about his like ghost, the little dog. Oh, really? I, I want to say. I didn't. There's like lots of movies and cartoons, whatever, in Scotland okay. and probably elsewhere about him. He's I mean, like very famous. Darling. Love that. Yeah. That's so yeah. cute. Super cute, little Bobby. Aww, so, anyway, if you guys cat. ever go to Edinburgh, go rub his little nose. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Very cute. Um, oh, oh my God! What? I have a really good word of the day. I just got excited about it because I honestly Wait, do forgot you what do it a was. Recommendation first. Oh yeah, fuck! <laughs> God, I was so ready. Okay, yeah. Okay, what's your recommendation? <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna switch uh, vibes entirely. Cool. I found this playlist on mm. Spotify, and it's called Portuguese Summer. And you guys, damn, it is a vibe. <laughs> 
I actually never really listen to Portuguese music. You know, obviously there's like Bossa Nova, but it's like, is that Brazilian? Like, I don't right. know. But we went to that Pastache Donata yes. place, that Portuguese restaurant to get those egg custard pastry things. And which are in incredible, yeah. by the way. Amazing. I know we've talked about it, but but it kind of got me like on a Portuguese, like I was looking mm. for songs for like the TikTok. And then I was like, you know, I don't know yeah. any Portuguese music. Yeah, I know that there's like Brazilian music, but like, is there Portuguese? And then I stumbled upon this playlist and it is an absolute delight and I will share it. Oh, good. So Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you mentioned it and I haven't listened to it yet. So yeah. I will absolutely it. do that. Oh, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Is it like older music? Is it modern? No, it's new. Oh, which I love. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. like great dinner party music, I feel like, where it's Lovely. like you could listen to it or I like to drive to it and get in a good mood before I go to work. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we you know, know how that a little bit in the morning. <laughs> yes, we need that. <laughs> God. Well, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, I mm. want that. And what's um, yours? My recommendation, I have yet to finish it because okay. I've been busy, okay? Ooh, but I know it. I have the new Sally mm-hmm. Rooney book. I know. I can't wait for you to finish mm-hmm. it so I can read it. Called <laughs> The Beautiful World, Where Are You? Uh-huh. And there was already, God, she is so good because like, what is so special about her? I, you feel like you've been in these scenarios or you can see, you can see yourself, yourself having these thoughts that they're having. You can yeah. see themselves acting the way that they do. Yeah. And there's just one scene where these two people are on a phone call and it is steamy. Wow. <gasps> okay. And I was like, Sally, mm-mm, thank Gasp. you. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of steamy, I, I'm going to have a good recommendation for next time, but I'm not <gasps> done with it. Oh, okay. So I'm excited. Good. We love, we love a little preview <laughs> preview for two weeks from now uh but yeah so okay so i know you have been okay. absolutely chomping at the bit yes, to tell me guys and everyone your word of the day i this is darling and it's perfect for us right now so okay. today's word of the day is kuri kuri you heard scottish no. And it means to snuggle and nestle. And it has been appropriated, so this website says. I I don't know the history of this. Mm -hmm. But it has been positioned as a lifestyle trend similar to huga. Huga. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my God. That is adorable. I had to look up how to use this in a sentence. Mm -hmm. And it said, will you curry in beside me? Oh. Isn't that so cute, you yes. guys? Yes, I Nestle will. Nestle in. You know, perfect for this time of year. Mm-hmm. We're all about to just cuddle in, mm-hmm. snuggle in mm-hmm. for the winter. Curry. Curry. C-O-O-R-I-E. Curry. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Thank you. Well, let's curry and make a little cup of tea. Yes. Oh, good. Maybe okay, watch good. Love Island or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Good. Great. We do at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. (laughs) Which, if you don't know what that means, watch Love Island season three. Okay, thank you everyone for (laughs) our not so spooky Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. Adore you. you. (laughs) Don't send me your ghost stories. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Talk to you next time. Ciao. Ciao.